Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. This week, we're going to be out of town again because our daughter is getting married in northern Georgia. And according to Crystal, the city is supposed to be loaded with witches and possibly Bigfoot. But we didn't want to leave you without an episode, so we're bringing you another one of our Patreon exclusives so that you have something to listen to. And this particular episode was when I visited my parents' house in North Carolina, which is also, of course, haunted. I spoke with my dad about that, and he had a lot of great insights, I think. So if you enjoy this, we have that and other content. You can go to patreon.com forward slash scary savannah to check it out. And once again, thank you for listening to Scary Savannah and Beyond. Savannah and beyond and this is going to be a very special episode because this week I'm in my childhood home in North Carolina. My little brother Andrew is getting married and we're here for that ceremony on Monday and I thought it would be neat to sit down with one of the leading experts in the paranormal field while I'm here. <laughs> but since I couldn't contact him, yes, okay. I thought this would be a great time <laughs> to introduce a very special guest, my father and expert golfer, Ronnie Lay. Welcome to the podcast, Father. Thank you, my son. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to walk all the way from the living room and have a seat with me here to discuss things of a paranormal nature. Well, you know, it about wore me out coming over here. So I imagine it was probably rather difficult for you. So I appreciate you expending the effort for you, son. I, I know you did go pick up the pizzas before they started as well, too. Not only so that, but I paid for them. You, you did, and, and paying for the pizzas is a very important aspect of the pizza gathering activities. That's what dads do. Exactly. He is an amazing golfer, so please tell me, how many hole-in-ones have you hit in your life? Let me think. Uh, you know, I've been playing quite a while. Yeah. And uh, had some success, won trophies and things like that. Okay, okay. I dug up my bath- backyard, hitting <laughs> shots back and forth. And indeed, that, that's, indeed. That's, your practice makes perfect. All right. So I've hit zero hole-in-ones. Oh, zero hole-in-ones, yeah, all right. I've never had one. Never had they one. They say it's luck anyhow, you know. Yeah, and you've played golf ever since, I can remember, way before I was even born back in the 19 um, decades. And <laughs> that was, uh, always had trophies in the house, which I smashed. As a child, well, yeah. I'm sorry about that. You know, well, I hate to reveal that you're on air. Just little kid, you were. I was quite rambunctious, also. I didn't like to be told I was a guzzler. Apparently, <laughs> that's what what my aunt would call me. I have him here not because I'm sitting in his house, which I am currently in the remote podcasting studio of North Carolina. At the same time, sitting in one of the most haunted houses in the entire 
quarter of a mile area of where we're sitting, right? Could, be. Could very well be, yes. Could very well be, because it's yeah. an established fact that this is uh, probably the most haunted house you've ever lived in, right? Uh, I would have to say so, uh, although I've never seen anything that would haunt me. Okay. But, uh, okay. But there are there are witnesses otherwise. There are other witnesses, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we will not have them on the show tonight due to uh, privacy reasons. In fact, they probably don't want me to talk about them on air. But I'm doing it anyway because they're in another room, and it cannot stop me with conventional weapons. <laughs> so clearly, since you're obviously an expert on all things that are paranormal and that have occurred in this house, since you've said that you've had an extensive amount of experience with them being nothing. I've watched your shows. You've watched my shows. Yes. And we are quite educational in that area. Exactly. But this house has had quite a few things happen, so I thought it'd be really cool to talk about it. So we're going to call this episode... Did you know that you lived in the most haunted house in the entire area that I'm talking about this evening? Actually, I've been told that. Like I say, I have never seen anything. Uh, I guess I just don't, the spirits don't like me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that doesn't but, sound like you at all. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm easy to get along with, you know. Oh. But the, I, I think they show themselves to somebody else because they figure, if I figure out there's a spirits in the house and I see them, well, I'm just moving out. Wow, this must be where I got that from. Yeah, I told Crystal out. that on the many occasions. It's, it's never happening. I'm moving out if that situation arises. So since you clearly had no experience, I thought you'd be well more than qualified to have this discussion with me. I did not remember to bring my EMF reader here, and I'm not actually sure how it works entirely, but I did bring my phone, which I'm going to go through and try to do EVPs in the house. I haven't done it yet because it's just now got dark, so I'm going to try to do that, and if anything comes up, I will try to post some of it right here. So let's get a little bit of history. We always like to get history about situations. Do you know about how long you have lived in this house? Um, since Hugo came through, whatever year that was. I can't remember what year it was, but it seems like I was in sixth grade. Was it 87? Hey, Mom, do you know what time we moved here? 1989. See there, she knows that. I should have had her yeah. on the show, apparently. Yeah, she would do a lot better than me, let me tell you. <laughs> do you have any idea as to when this house was actually built? And a follow-up question to that is, why did they choose to build it over an ancient burial ground? <laughs> you know... I, I didn't, uh, let me tell you something. When I bought it, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Evidently, a lot of people such as yourself, well, you haven't seen anything, but a lot of. I wouldn't be living here of, at the yes, time if I had. Yes. Uh, many members of the family have experienced things that I have not. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, it seems like my facts may be a little off here about the ancient burial ground situation. Things I have as facts may be a little off because uh, I figure they might have had to disclose to you that it was built over an ancient burial ground at the time of purchase, right? You know, I would certainly hope that you, you know, a realtor would be honest. They would let <laughs> about me About the ancient burial grounds <laughs> yeah, and such. Yeah, they, they should, they would let me. Don't you think a realtor would do that? Of they, course. They're not going to just say anything to get a sale. All they did was they said there's a wood stove in the in the in the basement. If you want it, you got to pay for it. They didn't say anything. <laughs> they didn't say anything about uh, any 
ancient burial ground. Well, that's perfect because uh, clearly something's going on here. The reason I would say that is because there have been multiple experiences documented by the residents and family members that live in this house over the years regarding the paranormal. On more than one occasion, it has been reported here by a resident who will remain nameless that they have seen people standing in the living room wearing what can only be described as period clothing. And they described the clothing as looking like something from a Charles Dickens novel. So how, how what do you think about that? You clearly haven't seen it, so clearly you have no expert input, but how, what do you think about that experience? <laughs> Hogwash. Hogwash. Yeah, that's what I think about it. Hogwash. <laughs> I think that you're just not a true believer is what it is. It's it's clearly well an you know, incident I, that happened. I believe that I believe that they believe that they saw things and things have happened in this home. Okay. And uh so, you know, maybe like I say, maybe it's just I'm not on the same plane, ghostly plane that they are, you know. Would you describe yourself as non intuitive? What? <laughs> yeah, I would I would describe myself as kind of boring. Okay. Actually, more than anything. Well, it seems like the ghost may be like the more lively crowd. Could that possibly be a reason? Well, oh, yeah. My, the rest of my family is lively. They is yeah. quite oh, the they, lively they bunch. lively bunch. They Definitely. Are. And another thing that has happened here in the past, and I'm certainly hoping I can find the evidence that I'm about to talk about because I'm going to take some hard drives home with me. The thing that happened was my little brother Andrew was here with one of his friends and they were taking pictures in the front yard by the tree line. At the time, they didn't notice it. But when they went back to look at the pictures, which you did see, right, on one of them, they saw something shocking. It appears to be a Native American riding on a horse. And in the picture, there are a bunch of orbs as well i will try to find it and post it here but if i can't could you please tell me about that experience and what it looked like he had a i think an sd card Mm -hmm. and uh he plugged it in and he showed it to me he said dad you ought to see this i said what is it you know yeah so i went in there and i was uh honest to goodness i was shocked totally shocked because it looked just like like he said, the Native American uh, head looked just like like on the old the old nickel that you know they used like to have you, the Indian you described head. it the buffalo nickel is what it sort of looked like. Yeah, yeah, but it that's what he looked like. But it was I cannot believe it. I still don't believe it. I mean, but I saw it. But you saw it your own eyes. Yeah, I saw it on 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 the picture. Like you say, it had the orbs and it, and it looked exactly like an Indian with a spear on a horse riding. Next to my yard. So you would say if you thought that pictures that you knew weren't fake, because he didn't have the ability to do that at the time, if you were saying a picture could be a convincing piece of evidence that a ghost could exist, as far as pictures go, this might be one of the most convincing things you've ever seen to think there's something going on here, right? Yeah, because the only thing basically I've seen that would shock me like it did, you know. I do remember when that happened. It was, I wish I had gotten the picture, but it was, it's been yeah. several years ago when this happened. So we're retrieving some more hard drives and hopefully I'll have that for you. And if I don't have it and I do come up with it, we will post it later. Going for another instances here because these things you don't see or feel, apparently other people do. On one occasion, our eldest son, Ethan, was in the backyard of the house. It was nighttime. The yard is where we would play a lot of cornhole and football, and he apparently digs divots out in the yard to play golf right exactly yes divots on one side there's a tree line and this is the same tree line where andrew took the picture we're talking about of the horseman it's just further up the 
the tree line towards the house, right? Yeah. Ethan saw standing near the trees a woman in white. The woman had black hair. It looked like the apparition was floating off the ground because the bottom of the white dress she was wearing was sort of waving about and just floating there. He was very surprised, but not so scared at the time because it didn't make sense. So he looked away to call my brother, Andrew, to come look at it. And when he looked back, of course, it was gone. Please tell me what you think about that. Do you think there was a woman ghost floating in your backyard, as Ethan describes? Because Ethan's kind of trustworthy person. He is a very trustworthy person. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, the mind can play tricks, but I, agree. I do believe the Indian horseman was out there. Okay. Because <laughs> you saw it. Yeah, saw I saw it with the your picture. Own eyes. And, you know, he, he had no way of, of doctoring that picture at all. Well, Andrew told me before he left today, he's getting ready for his marriage, that apparently that Ethan wasn't the only one that spotted this particular apparition. He was driving a friend home around the same time this occurred on a road that's near here. And his friend was looking out in the woods. She hadn't heard about this thing that Ethan had gone through, to my knowledge, and she described seeing out of the window down a hill about 10 to 20 feet away from the car, basically the exact same thing that Ethan had described here, seeing this in your yard. She asked Andrew if he had seen it. He said, of course not. He didn't see it because he was probably like you, and he was driving as you do when you were driving a vehicle. (laughs) So there is external evidence that other people have seen it so at least to me sounds like there's potential that maybe he did see something in your yard i don't know if it's a ghost but he definitely saw something i'm sure he saw something maybe it was swamp gas who knows swamp gas and we do have a little tiny uh valley beside the house yeah, has that, a little creek in it has a little so creek in it maybe yeah. that's creating some sort of noxious swamp gas that could have deceived his mind into believing you was seeing an apparition. However, you have to admit that this is yet another piece of evidence. It seems kind of weird to be going on at a person's house who says it's not haunted, right? You're calling me a liar. <laughs> I am not. But what I'm thinking is, is maybe it's something that follows people from the house. And if that is the case, then what are the likelihood and odds that it might follow me back to Tybee Island, Georgia? Well, I hope so. You hope yeah, so. I hope it does follow you. Follow it it's around here. Back. Because I'll put it this way. If there are ghosts in this house, if there are ghosts outside this house, if there's swamp gas next to my house. If there's swamp gas. I may be moving from here. Ah, uh-huh. well, you might need to relocate to the beach area, but if it follows not me you there, take it with you, I'm then not I going. guess you might not be coming down to the Savannah region. Yeah. Ethan who saw the ghost, said that he has actually seen this particular apparition several times, and he has a cool story about it, but we're going to save that one probably for a future episode. What do you think about that? Would you like to hear more about the scary woman ghost who apparently lives right beside your bedroom? Uh, Sure. (laughs) Nothing to be afraid of there. (laughs) Not at all. Okay, moving on. Crystal had mentioned... Giving you another piece of evidence. Yeah. In one of our previous episodes, how we stayed in this very house in your actual bedroom, Mm -hmm. and she heard the disembodied voice of her mother call her name. It, of course, wasn't her mom. So tell me, what do you think about that, seeing as to how you live in this bedroom and have never had this occur to you? 
I don't know how to answer that question. What I'm saying is, is you calling her a dirty liar? <laughs> she didn't take any sleeping pills that night, did she? I, I just, no sleeping pills. I just pills. don't know. No, I, I, I believe she, she actually heard that. But like I told you, I, uh, the ghost must think I'm boring because they don't mess with me. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm not going to ask mom if she's had the same experience, but I'm feeling like probably maybe it's just leaving both of you alone. Hopefully. Going to give you another little piece of evidence that your house is haunted, and that is the story of the haunted hallway. <laughs> and that is the hallway between bedrooms and the house. The hall monster. Exactly. Oh, it might not be a monster. I think it's more of an apparition. Okay. Another thing that has happened here is that several people have seen strange things in the hallway that connects the bedrooms. And that's odd because it connects to a previous thing we talked about where the hallway is where the people in the period clothing were seen. So it's at the end of one of those sections where we just talked about people seeing Charles Dickens character showing up <laughs> asking for porridge. Well, they didn't ask for porridge. I just added that for embellishment. But you know how that is, right? Oh, yes. I know how you work. I work. You got to work real hard. <laughs> yeah. Many years ago, when we first moved in, my other younger brother, who's three years younger than me, claimed he saw a white thing floating in the hallway. Our bedroom was at the end of the hallway, across from your bedroom, mm -hmm. the cursed hallway. He was quite scared and saw it many times, as I recall from his stories. I, of course, personally never saw it because I apparently inherited my genes from you, thankfully. <laughs> he was very young at the time and very impressionable and... I don't think that he was drinking any alcohol or anything at that time or on that any would sort be of good. pills. Uh, something scared him, he but saw I don't know something, what it is. Something in the hallway, I guess, maybe not paranormal, could have been a light shining, reflecting off the hallway door. But then my much younger brother, Andrew, who is the one getting married this week, had the same experience except from a different room, the room at the other end of the hallway. And Jeff had never told him about this. So, clearly, there's no connection there. They're both seeing the same thing that apparently I never saw, thankfully. So, to me, that sounds kind of coincidental, especially with all the other things going on in your haunted manner. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little queasy about this place. <laughs> I'm really just here to help. That's, <laughs> Thank you so that's much. What I'm here. I'm you're going to make me move out. I'm is what you're here do. to help. And speaking of that bedroom, my younger brother, Andrew, would actually have night terrors in that same room, and it freaked him out so much that to this day, he had refused to sleep in there and would sleep on the couch in the living room, which I do have to say is quite comfortable. I slept on it the other night, and I slept wonderful. So maybe it's a comfort thing, but I do know that night terrors are apparently horrific. I've never had one, but from what I've heard, they're terrible. So... What do you think about that? I don't know what to say other than I'm happy you haven't had those night terrors before, and neither have I. No night terrors for you, but you did have a dream one time where a piece of chocolate cake was floating off the side oh, of the bed. Oh, don't talk right? about that. And then you, 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 you leaned over. You remember that? Yeah, I remember it. You leaned over to get it, and what happened? I fell out of the bed. And hit your head. Maybe that's what happened. It Maybe that was out my problem. Genetic. <laughs> you hitting your head caused these things to happen to me. Oh, I'm sorry, son. Really, I am. <clears throat> oh, I appreciate. It. It's really I'm just having you on here for the apologizing is what it is. Okay. I'm just trying yeah, to, to heal my childhood, that. and then maybe I can move on with life. So you've heard several pieces of evidence so far about what we're calling lay manner. So do you think there's at least a 10% chance that any of these things could be paranormal related and if so when are you moving to Savannah? <laughs> 
well, if I haven't moved at this point, I kind of doubt I will. Okay. But uh, if I ever see one, that'll be a different story. You heard it here first, folks. This is how I'm getting them to move down to Savannah. They're going to see ghosts. Since I'm here in North Carolina with my dad, I wanted to introduce him to everybody. So thank you for tuning in and join us next week when we're probably talking about how they're moving from this home. You know, your mom might like that. Hauntedly Manor. (laughs) Thank you for joining us.